Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Holly, I know that you're telling me that my microphone is up, but I really just want to listen to the well, Hansons sing their cute songs. appreciate the world, too, as it was when this song was popular? Oh, man. Wouldn't you love to have not a care in the world like you did when this song first came out? Yeah. Oh. And couldn't wouldn't you like want to send an email to the future you say hey like, hey have fun hey, now some advice for you stuff's gonna get real weird. All right, well that was neat. Okay, uh, fun. Let's actually have a conversation about the present day. Yes, because Bradley, you're making chili. I'm making chili tonight, you guys. And here's the thing: I don't have a standard chili recipe because I don't make chili a ton. And I when I did used to make chili on the regs. I would just buy that box thing at the grocery store, you know, the brown one that's got like the red orangish letters on it. It's like some kind of like you can get it at Cub. I know it's called like Chili Box or something. Manwich? No, <laughs> there is a chili. What are you talking about? I don't a, know this thing. A chili kit at the grocery store, and it has like the ch- uh, the chili powder, a little bit of um, not cornstarch, but some kind of dusty thing. And you just dump that all in your chili. And that's what I used to use. My point is, it's called like five alarm chili. Anyway, um, I don't make chili on a regular basis, but tonight I want to make chili. And I need your advice. I need to know what the secret to amazing chili is for you. Because no doubt, you will be able to tell me mm-hmm. very easily what the secret to a successful chili is. 651-641-1071. Is it beans? Is it green pampas? Is it chipotle adobo sauce? I have two things that I'd like to say to you right now. Okay. The first one is, I think you're starting too late. Why? Because I have an my secret. Pot. Oh, I suppose you're right. My secret to a good chili is letting the flavors mangle <laughs> all the live long day. Well, that um, I thank you for that secret. And yes, in a perfect world, um, You'd have, I would have they'd days. They'd be mingling right now. But I'm I'm soaking some beans, and I'm planning on dumping everything into my instant pot. Okay, so. here's my second. Here's my second, and then we can talk to other people. Do we have callers, Holly? Yeah, we're working on it. Okay, um, my favorite, my secret to good chili is to mix beef and pork. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's I like good to know. I like I like a couple meat options. Yeah, just mix. Don't them give meats. me turkey chili. I mean, I'll make okay, it. Can I just be honest right now? What? I have really cut back on my turkey. <laughs> Because I used to only eat turkey. You really did. You were very turkey forward. But I, here's the thing. I don't so much appreciate the ground turkey now. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, a diced turkey and like whole turkey, I'm all in for. Mm-hmm. Ground thing that you buy at the grocery store. It's real dry. It's just real dry. Real, real dry. Anyway, thank you. Uh, variety of meats, says Colleen, for perfect chili. Yeah. What is your secret chili? Bring out some pants. 651-641-1071. Holly, who do we have on the line? Let's start with Tina. Hello, Tina. Tina, what is your chili secret? Okay. Colleen, totally with you on the mixture. I use right? the Dean uh, sausage with mine. I like to use the hot kind. Mm-hmm. But I also, uh, two things I have found. Spicy V8 juice instead of tomato sauce. Okay. Adds the flavor and it's a quick flavor. But recently, I also, V8 came out with a Bloody Mary mix, and that is excellent in chili, too. I love this. This is a great idea. We actually have some Bloody Mary mix at home. Use that. It's because the shorter time in the Instapot, you'll have massive flavor. I massive love it. Massive flavor. flavor. Thank, massive. thank you for your call. By the way, that chili kit that I was talking about is Carol Shelby's Chili Kit. Fix it hot or mild. What's her name? Carol Shelby's Chili Kit. Carol Shelby does not sound to me like a person who's going to give me any kind of hot chili. Yeah, well, I feel it's like Texas she's, chili. She's going to give me the mild chili. This is going to be, again, it's in the grocery store in Minnesota. Okay. It's what it is. It is. Yeah, it's basically ketchup. All right, who... <laughs> Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Let's go to Megan. Hello, Megan. Megan, what is your secret to the best chili? Honestly, I put, I'm a turkey fan, so sorry about that, but I pretty much, every time I make it, I always add um, green peppers. Oh, oh, okay. Like loads of tomatoes, a couple of beans, but green peppers every time. So green peppers green every time? Green peppers. Okay. All right. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. My uh, partner loves green pepper anytime i put green pepper in things he's showing up to eat it it's like i put on a special outfit a teddy (laughs) (laughs) neat (laughs) who do we have next holly a spicy night when brad's wearing his chili that's a thought none of us want in our head (laughs) me and a teddy it must be green pepper night chili night with green bradley's got his teddy on Let's go to, uh, let's see who's next. Uh, Noelle is next. <laughs> Hello, Noelle. Noelle, what is your secret to the best chili? Hi, Noelle. Hey, I, I love, um, well, I, I do chilies all over the place also, like Brad, but um, my best chilies have chilies and adobo sauce. So mm. you have a little canned chilies and adobo. Yep, yes. got that. Uh, and, like, go heavy on it. Okay. And, um and lots and way more seasoning than you think you're going to want. So, like, I'll put, like, at least, like, a good quarter cup of chipotle uh, chili powder or whatever kind of chili powder it is, lots of cumin, et cetera, All and right. the green, pep- green peppers also. And then the finishing, the, 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 the powdery stuff you're talking about, uh, Brad, is masa flour. Oh, yeah. Tamales with? Yes. Yeah, but if even if, and that's, you put, like, a quarter cup of that in the end and, and let it cook the last 15 minutes or something really nice thick gives a good corn flavor but not overly yeah and if you don't have masa flour just use a little cornmeal it's fine i do have cornmeal so thank you noelle thank you for your call See that carol shelby she knows stuff bradley i hope that you are making uh cornbread too you know i hadn't planned on it and i i have other bread that we need to eat but I, I do, just, I do appreciate that cornbread is uh, a staple. Again, I have someone in my house who maybe isn't a big fan of cornbread. What? Which Excuse is a crying me. shame. 
What? I I made the I best. I don't know guys, if I'm going to be able to talk really to quickly, him. Really quickly, I made the best cornbread two weeks, three weeks ago. Like it was good. Like I wouldn't tell really? you. Really, I wouldn't good. know because you didn't bring any. Well, in for you're me welcome to, to come over. Outside, you can sit on the patio. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> throw a piece of cornbread. Yeah. Oh some, but we have a the, fire the out there. Like, so you, why is Bradley throwing Oh, that's just bread. his friends. They love his cornbread. <laughs> no, um, I made this amazing cornbread. And uh, he was like, oh, that's good. What? what did, good. I, just, I, don't I don't really even, like cornbread. I can't. I was like, okay. I understand if you if it's crumbly. But you get a oh, nice, a good moist. moist corn muffin. Yes, with your chili. Throw a little honey on there. Oh yes. Oh. oh, by the way, Tito on Twitter says, "You guys, Carol Shelby is the Shelby Cobra, the car guy, not some random Minnesota lady." <laughs> yeah, it's two L's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everyone knew. Hi. <laughs> We're dumb. <laughs> Our apologies. Oh, she wants to, to have a good chili. <laughs> what does she know about chili? <laughs> well, it's actually a person who. I'm going to Google. Is it like Shelby Cobra, the Mustang? Yes. American automotive designer, racing driver, and entrepreneur. And chili entrepreneur. He's, he, so he was in that movie. I feel so dumb. Chilipreneur. <laughs> <laughs> What was? Didn't they just do that movie about them cars? Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, was he in that? I don't know. <laughs> Making chili. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the racing pit, and then somebody puts chili in the tank of the engine. I just feel like that's <laughs> well, a it's got the beans. Disaster. You know the yes. gas beans. Yeah, Anyone? Brad, I got it, yeah, Brad. So that people aren't <laughs> literally throwing their radios outside of their homes. Yes, Ford versus Ferrari was about. Carol Shelby. Oh, good. Okay, I was on to something. And Matt Damon played Carol Shelby. In Did the movie. they do the chili though? No, that's the that's the sequel. It's called. So he must be- called <laughs> Beef versus Beans. Fiction, hot or mild. <laughs> Seasons two pounds of meat with three individual seasoning packets. We gotta go now. We right. really need to, and I need to recover. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some stories that we are contractually obligated to speak about uh, because we are a pop culture station. A flarmus and sea shanties after this on My Talk 1071. <laughs> You know, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. There are certain things that we are actually under contract to talk about. Uh, oh. Yes, pop culture things. And um, one of them is a flarmus. What's a flarmus? That's a publationship. And what's I know your that? next question is going to be, what's a publationship? Well, just tell me all of it. A publationship is a relationship. For publicity, often exhibited by celebrities who are trying to manipulate the market to enhance their career. And this particular publicationship, a flarmos, is Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. The other thing we're going to talk about is sea shanties, but first let's get to a flarmos. Of course, we're going to talk about sea shanties. Um, before the shanties, no, I was going to make something rhyme with shanties. And, and I, sh- I think I it shant. was going to be panties. And I, it that was. just feels... And I shanties be talking about panties. Thank but you. I will be talking about how Ana Diarmas has deleted her Twitter account what? after splitting from Ben Affleck. Oh, no! Well, how are we going to keep up with her on Twitter? Well, an eagle-eyed tweeter... What do you call a resident of Twitter? 
I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you. Twitter-er? Twitter-er? Twitter-er. Okay, so uh, sure. a tweeter. Sure. A person on Twitter, an eagle-eyed person on Twitter says the following. Breaking, all caps, Anna DeArmas has deactivated her Twitter account. Now, the eagle-eyed Twitter-er is actually the Twitter account Anna DeArmas updates. Oh, my gosh. That was a thing. Anyway, that's yeah, (laughs) they noticed that uh, after an announcement that she was no longer. Although, have we gotten a statement from them? Mm -mm. From who? From From Aflarmas? No, I didn't think so. Mm -hmm. Right. We haven't gotten an official statement, but all uh, all sources say, um, according to all sources, Anadarmus and Ben Affleck are no more. And following that announcement. Uh, or telling by social media and tabloids. She has left social media, at least one arm of social media. Now, because we're contractually obligated to talk about a Flarmus, it's important to mention this headline. Although, in trying to come up with some deeper meaning behind this story, I don't know that there really is one, because she is still on Instagram. So we can still keep in touch with her somewhere. She just doesn't want to tweet, maybe? Do we have any thoughts or opinions as to why she might have fled Twitter? I don't really understand why anybody ever flees anything. Tell me more. That's not what I meant. (laughs) There are obviously things that are worthy of fleeing, but uh, social media wise, I don't understand why you don't just like leave, like just go. Like you don't have to populate it. You can just leave it and pretend like, I don't know. Actually, okay, no. I do know why. Okay. All right. So now she's she wanted, thinking. Because now she doesn't have a publicationship to get us talking about her. You got to like start doing funny business on your social media to get us talking so about she's, something. You know, just giving people opportunities to talk about her when there's really nothing there there, which is also what you do when you have people talk about your publicationship. Right. There's really nothing there there. But um, it's, a mystery. it's a reason for people to talk about exactly. you. Okay. So that's something. I'll take that. Fine. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't my best work, no, but, hey, but it look, did do that. Until we have more to go on. That's what we'll go one with. One to grow on. I'm fine with it. Okay, here's the other thing we're contractually obligated obligated to talk about. You guys, can you, what is up with sea shanties? Why is everybody talking about sea shanties and like singing their sheet? Sea- <laughs> careful, careful. Sea shanties. I saw a headline that was like, Taylor Swift does, gets the sea shanty treatment. And I was like, is that like a <laughs> spa thing? Like, what's the sea Either that shanty? or it's something you just don't want. No, I don't know. what's the sea? What? What? Why? What, well, why are we doing look, these? Let's 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 uh, re- uh, let's rely on the youngest person in the room to share with us what her thoughts are. But I- This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I will just say from my cursory knowledge of the world around us, I started to see the sea shanty business pop up in my periphery on mm-hmm. social media. And then I like tried to understand it using those tools on social media and very quickly became aware that I am a thousand years old. But I think that it's a TikTok craze where what is in right where in young people and others on TikTok do sea shanties, which are just dirges or songs from when people were on the sea. Sea times. Yo ho, yo ho! A pirate's life for me. So, Holly, did I did I nail that? As the resident millennial, you must know more than we do. Do I though? I don't know. Do I? This is one of those phenomenons that, if you have to ask about it, it's not for you. It's not for you. This is a phenomenon, a viral sensation. It reminded me of back in the day. Remember lolcats? Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, and people would make jokes about cats and you would spell a specific words a specific way because it's how cats talk, lols. Yeah. That whole thing. Or I like can has cheeseburger. I can has mm-hmm. cheeseburger. That whole phenomenon. Yeah. In as much as it was very much of the internet. And if you had to ask about it, you probably just are better off not knowing. If you weren't in, you were out, yeah. I think is what, what, but what I hear But just know that like somebody's making millions of dollars off of sea shanties. Like oh, yeah. I guarantee that a 17-year-old is now cutting a record deal because of his TikToks about sea shanties. Or there is some, you know, some corresponding um controversy that we're not even aware of and people are mortified that we're even talking about sea shanties because we just aren't so uninformed feels good guys (laughs) it feels old is what it does feels good to be so old when we come back on the colleen and bradley show guess what guess what we've got celebrities behaving badly we have a name for them that That name is d-bags and we're gonna do it in a sea shanty after this (laughs) on my talk 1071 Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. How are you doing over there? Good, just making some chili. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> um, and we have uh, some uh, celebrities behaving badly, we call them. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Guys, um... Who's your D-bag? It just feels so lazy, and I know it. But sometimes it's offered up to us, and I have to seize the moment. The Blast. Oh, The Blast. Frequent flyer for sure, Um, For a specific headline. Are you ready for it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Gymnast Michaela Maroney pounds her patties with undies out. What? what? No. I don't what? Know. Pounds her patties? What the heck? What? This is a family show. Okay, so now comes the part where after. Patties, patties. What did you think I said? I didn't think you said anything. Okay. I'm just clarifying lest people think you said panties. Oh, patties. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Uh, gymnast Michaela Maroney pounds her patties with undies out. <laughs> Stop it. What does that even mean? Pound? Is know. she making hamburgers in underwear? Well, no, not even that. Oh. So, uh, like okay. peppermint patties? No, it is about, okay, it's ham- it's hamburger patties, but she's not, like, I thought she would be, like, in the kitchen, like, pounding those patties out, but she's not. She's just eating, she's just at a hamburger restaurant. Okay, so you have to scroll all the way down. Of course, this is what the blast does. Here's the formula at the blast. The formula at the blast is make a titillating uh, uh, headline out of somebody's Instagram post, and then make make the person who's reading the dumb article scroll down through four photographs before you get to the actual photograph that the headline is about. Okay, and then write a bunch of words around it. Okay, Rebecca Kukier. Of the blast. Oh, this Rebecca. We need to have her on the show at some point. And well, I just want to hear her Try secret. to understand what she is going for. How she writes these headlines. I mean, they're all so asinine. It's amazing. Okay. Alliteration is key. I'll tell you that. Okay. Rebecca Kukier writes, Olympic gymnast Michaela Maroney has been hitting up burger joints with her bra out. The 25-year-old former athlete, best known for her unimpressed face. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now I know who I'm who I'm dealing with, right? Then in the next paragraph, it says gymnasts and their lithe frames come with a might come with a rabbit food reputation, but Michaela does not starve herself. What? Oh God. what? Um, she's a she's a you know a slender, healthy woman who also eats burgers. So there's a picture. That's a horny um, trope. Yep. So she's at her uh, local Five Guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, the picture is from her Instagram stories. Yeah, her Instagram stories, and it's a it's a like a poll. If you had to pick one, In and Out or Five Guys, and there she is standing in a see through shirt with her undies out. Yeah, meaning her bra is showing. Yeah, um, she's pounding those patties with her undies out. Pounding the patties. Also, she's not pounding patties. No, no, but I think that there are no I think that the indication is that she's about to pound some patties. Also, she really was pounding patties. She would be actually working and putting together. Yeah. Or hamburgers. if she was, yeah, like it's just this is a problematic post. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? There's another one about Michaela Maroney. Gymnast and? Michaela Maroney jiggles her lemons without a bra. <laughs> okay. Now, can I, I just remind you not jiggling that whenever her, they talk about lemons, she's juggling lemons. Yeah, she's jiggling uh. lemons. Like, she's like, now, can I just also point out that um, men are never treated this way generally on uh, the blast? Uh, the most recent story on the blast is Ryan Seacrest shares insane aerial photo of snow covered New York. Like he's not jiggling he's not his jiggling snowballs, or, or pounding patties, pounding his snowballs in. He's not New even York. pounding patty. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying like it's just it's it's horny bait for big time for uh, gentlemen on the internet. Big time. Don't like right. those two words together. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of words, I don't like together. This is really problematic. Okay. Um, First of all, do you know who a Kim Anami is? Mm-mm. Or Anami? I don't even know how I'm saying. Um, I guarantee we've talked about her. 
She's very goopy. What does that generally mean? Um, she's super like earthy, but makes a lot of money off of it. Well, she yes, yes, exactly. And this Kimanami, I guarantee we've talked about her before because she lifts coconuts with her lady parts. Yep. Oh, okay. was she her. on British TV? That's did all she you have, had to say. Did she lift an anvil up at one point? Probably. Okay. But what I, I the reason that she is my d bag today is because she released a video that um, I was made aware of by the Instagram account Diet Prada, and the headline um, is two white women are behind a new vi- <clears throat> lady part egg video packed with problematic Asian stereotypes. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on here? What? Well, she apparently made a short musical film titled Kung Fu, <laughs> and we're not going to play it. It's not. Um, like it's not the words per se. Like there's no profanity in it, so we could certainly play it on the radio. But it's very problematic, so I just don't feel like we need to play it. Yeah. Um, you can read about it on your own, the lyrics and everything. But it is really, really bad. Like very obviously racist and stereotypical and unnecessary. And I'm not sure how people thought this was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's and also they... prom- all in the service. Of her, her, her eggs. Oh, you, there's a lot problematic about that. Well, yeah, right? But, like, also the goopy, like, health problems of her, her, her eggs. Yeah. You remember those eggs? Yep, the, the jade Paltrow? eggs. You put them in your hoo-ha. Thank you. Yeah. And, in fact, that's one of the stereotypes that um, is brought up in this video. And it's just, like, again, I encourage you to follow Diaprata if you don't because... They're um, very good. They're just a good follow Mm -hmm. for keeping track of some pop culture stuff. Um, But she's my D-bag today because... and, And she does sort of... I don't know her specific response, but I know when I saw this story yesterday, she had already come for some of the people that were pointing this out. And what did sort, she say? Well, she does that thing where she's like, these people, anytime you provide any, you know, sort of healthy alternative to, you know, medication or surgical intervention, you know, people come for you. And it's like, no, maybe they're coming for you because of the racism. Yeah. And why is it that she isn't focusing on, like, what people are actually saying? That's yeah. my question. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, what's the word for that? Like, um... It's like she's creating a diversion. Yeah, it's a redirection, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're trying to get people to focus on something that is not actually the thrust, although to use that mm. word intentionally. Um, there, are, there are a lot of things to criticize her for, but her response doesn't seem to hear any of those, um, any of those criticisms. Well, and she's making, yeah, she's making it about the thing it's not about. <laughs> And I will say it's, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate anyway that anybody would have a platform and then they would choose to like um, use it for that, especially in the service of an unhealthy health. Well, and like you said that like intervention that you got to think about how many people were involved in the production of this experience. Mm hmm. And that nobody was like, right? Hey, I don't know because this is like about a- this, but I don't think this is going to shed the light on this that you want it to shed. Yeah. Like this. Nobody thought this was a bad idea. Oh. Right? I've got some breaking news for you guys. Oh, what is it? You do? Yeah. It's concerning a publication ship. <gasps> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what? Rebel Wilson <gasps> and Jacob P. Bush. No! Broke up. They broke up. 
broke up. I knew it. Oh, my it. God. I knew oh. it. Why do you say you knew it? Well, we were just talking about this the other day. We all we knew it. Together. They hadn't been together. We hadn't seen anything. And it's like, oh, man, now we're on phase two. Well, how do, okay, first of all, before you uh, put the cart before the horse or the, the whatever. Why are you calling me that? What? I didn't call you a horse. I'm just kidding. Um, Why? Why? Do we know this, Holly? Well, we know this exclusively over at page six, a source reporting that Rebel Wilson and Jacob Bush have broken up and that uh, sources close to Rebel confirm the breakup that the relationship has just run its course. Uh, correction. Um, translation. The publationship has run its course, yes. meaning they were she's gotten everything she needs. Mm hmm. Ooh, there's going to... Okay, so we need to dig into this and come back to it tomorrow for sure. Yeah, we're going to have to do some work on this. Because I guarantee there's a lot behind the scenes. Because Rebel Wilson posted on Instagram today, quote, lots on my mind. Ah! Hashtag single girl heading to Super Bowl. Mm. So that's what Rebel Wilson Mm. posted on her Instagram account today. I bet they're going to... Okay, this will be interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. This Can't is wait to definitely dig a, through this tomorrow. This is definitely a phase two, like you said, Bradley. Correction: the publationship has come to an end. Yeah. Yes, and um, well, they both got what they needed yeah, out of it. Exactly, but now there now there's going to be a pivot. Now we have to pay attention to the pivot. Tend to the pivot. Yeah, because in the breakup announcement, oh, what do you know? There's a plug for Rebel Wilson's new show that's airing on ABC mm-hmm. called Pooch Perfect. I, and by yes. the way... And also that she must be doing something for the big game. Yes, and she's using... And as an aside, she's using Julia Roberts' longtime stylist. Now, I don't know if that's in the show Pooch Perfect or if that's just in life in general. Why and that's would, part of her... Why would her stylist be doing dogs? I don't know, Bradley. I don't know. Well, no, she's just doing rebel. It's a poorly written sentence, and I'm trying okay. to translate it from page six. We have no answers. Okay, well, but we'll... I did want to alert you guys to that very, very important breaking Thank news. Thank you. And, I am very and excited. And we will continue. Uh, trust us. We will give the Cobra treatment to this, uh, but not until tomorrow because we do have work to do. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, another thing uh, that where you're going to get the cobra treatment to uh the british tabloids trying to smear our friend megan markle again we got a d-bag double down after this on my talk 1071 thank you holly this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer oh hello there hi how's it going you know Great. I didn't. That's why I asked, but that's fine. Um, you don't Cute. have to answer. Uh, hey, uh, we got another D-bag. It's a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. Oh. Drama. Oh. Lies. Tabloids. Mm. Well, okay, so Meghan Markle got uh, smeared again by the tabloid media, and it turns out all for naught, as is usually the case. So, you may have seen headlines, and I know I didn't. I usually, when I whenever I see a headline that's like, Meghan Markle's horrible, I'm like, well, okay, so... Who's saying this and why? That's probably a British tabloid, mm-hmm. because we know that they don't have a good relationship. Um, and by that, I mean uh, they hate Meghan Markle. Um, long story short. Now... 
But I wanted to understand, like, what is the actual story? So there was this, like, notion that Meghan Markle had somehow changed her birth certificate, rubbing Palace Royals the wrong way. Well, obviously, uh, when we found out that it was the British tabloid saying this, we should suspect that it's probably a hotbed of lies. Turns out it is, because over on E!, they kind of broke it down for me in a way that made sense. So I just wanted to, like, sort of close the loop and uh, put us all on firmer footing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, just kind of resolve that non-controversy. And the, the story over at E! says, no, no, no. Meghan Markle's name was removed from Archie's birth certificate, but that was not at her request, as was originally reported. So the story that is originally reported came from The Sun, a noted Megan-hating tabloid, on Saturday of last week. And they claimed that she had, quote, taken the unprecedented action of removing her first and middle names, Rachel and Megan, from the birth certificate so that it included just her title, Her Royal Highness and Duchess of Sussex, under the mother category, you know, presumably implying that, like, she's too fancy to be known as who she really is or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Um, on Sunday, though, a spokesperson for Megan was like, um, no, maybe they could have just done their job. She said or she through her spokesperson said the following, quote, the change of name on public documents in 2019 was dictated by Dun-dun-dun. the palace. That's the palace. Thank you. The Palace. I think that's just what they're known as, lovingly, as confirmed by documents from senior palace officials. Can I ask a really stupid question? Like, I am aware of how dumb this question is. Why didn't, why was it filled out differently to begin with? I mean, like, why wasn't there an instruction to begin with that she should be known as the Duchess of Sussex on the birth certificate originally? That I don't I Okay, don't I told know. you it was the, a dumb question. Pa- it's not a dumb question. I just don't have the dumb answer to go along with the question. Because the, the reason I'm asking is because this is not the first royal baby to ever have been born. Well, yeah, but like so many of these stories about um, uh, Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. um, there's like this tiny little bit of information that people twist and take out of context and then apply uh like devilish motives to mm-hmm. that, that don't belong there that don't belong there mm-hmm. so um if we go back to the original report from the sun which you know take that again for the grain of salt that it is they included an image of the january 21st copy of an official document that stated megan's name was removed from the birth certificate on the authority of the registrar general it all i don't know what that means it also states here sounds name real in- official though Right. It also states that Harry's name and title was also changed from His Royal Highness Henry Charles Albert David Duke of Sussex to His Royal Highness Prince Henry Charles Albert David Duke of Sussex. I don't even know what was different about the two I things you just know. said. There was, I think there were extra words 
Um, but again, even though they reported that the name change, the name changes were made amid reports of a falling out between the Duke of Sussex and his brother. Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Can you repeat that? Yeah, what they're trying to... So the the son is trying to bring in all of the things. Right. They're so like, like, oh, and they hate soup. each other. And, oh, she brought them a, or, you know, drove a wedge between them. I mean, this is all just the son doing what they uh, have done for uh, ever since Megan showed up, frankly. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to, like, read through, like, because, again, what they're doing is taking a, a bit of information that actually happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the there was a change in a birth certificate. Right. But then they apply the, like, devilish motives to it and assign like they, they throw the vilify, f- the vilify fit, uh, filter on the story. Yes, exactly. But really what they were, you know, really what happened was the palace was like, oh, actually, we would prefer that it says the Duke uh, or the Duchess of Sussex. Duchess of Sussex. Again, palace officials, according to the spokesperson, said mm-hmm. this was not requested by Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, that is Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, or by the Duke of Sussex, which is Prince Harry, or excuse me, His Royal Highness Prince <laughs> Harry Charles Albert David, Duke of Sussex. Why are these people all got to have names? Schmitz. And do you understand? His name is my name, too. Did you know? Like, the, the thing I love about this is they he has like 12 first names. Mm-hmm. And not a last name. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically they do for driver's license purposes. Mm-hmm. It's Use like, the name what is Windsor. It, Windsor? Yeah. yeah, which is a totally made up name. Mm-hmm. It's, it really should be like yes. Schleswig Holstein or some dumb thing. History. It's German, but they were like, not, they didn't really want to use that name during World War II Long for obvious story. reasons. So they were like, well, let's be the House of Windsor. So even the last name this character has is, is not character. real. Well, he's a character, literally. I mean, he's a human character. No, I'm saying the 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 notion of a Prince Harry sure. is not a real thing. He is a real person, but he is a creation, much as the entire royal family is. Well, and yeah, to serve a purpose, and the purpose is, um, you know, to represent the state of the United Kingdom. How badly do we really actually want a legit tell-all of? the royal story like like which a one? comprehensive <laughs> right now harry and megan royal story the well, princess all, and charles royal story uh, like uh, but i want like oh yeah some we'll never know we'll never know the truth that's Actually, the bottom line i don't buy that and i here's why i think there will come a time when we will learn a lot more about what, what really went on surrounding this particular era of the royal family in the way that we have since learned about other eras of the royal family much 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 further like we're not even close to learning the true story of um queen elizabeth and probably won't until god forbid she leaves uh her mortal coil because i can tell you that i read a book all about her grandmother which was just her grandmama her grand you meant to say. Yes, excuse me. Queen Grandma. Elizabeth's grandmama, um, which ha- was full of information about uh, Queen Mary and everything that went into her life and her f- marriage and all of the drama behind the scenes with her family and the fact that when she was in old age, she basically loved to like take things out of people's homes. Um, that she liked. So they would have her over for tea and she'd be like, oh, I love that vase. 
And she just, she would just pocket no, it? No, she, she wouldn't would just take like, it. Five but finger like, discount it? Just put it underneath yeah. her petticoat. Queen <laughs> Mary. <laughs> she was like crazy stupid and it's, it was in nature's pocket. If Queen Mary shows up at your house and likes your vase and se- te- tells give her that to you, you send it home yeah. with her. Oh, that's a bummer, man. So she knew. Oof. Her power. I would just not. Anyway, I'm saying they wrote a book about it. We'll learn more. It's just going to take a while. Hopefully, we'll still be here. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's totally food day on the Colleen and Bradley show. What's your secret to the perfect grilled cheese sandwich? 651 641 1071. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.